Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. It is the Love and Light Network, and we are coming to you on this beautiful Wednesday, the Wednesday before Turkey Day. It is November 22nd, and it is 1031 Eastern Standard Time. Good morning to those of you waking up on the West Coast. My name is Stephanie, and I am joined today by the beautiful... Michelle. Good morning, everyone. And um, we're just kicking off today's show. How you guys doing? Michelle, how you doing? Pretty good. Excited about Turkey Day. Did you grocery shop yet? No, I let my sister-in-law do that. <laughs> A.K.A. that's me. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of grocery shopping, I feel really bad for anybody who does not live in a, in a designated area for Instacart. Uh, but I actually, on Monday, I went online. It was like 7 o'clock. I ordered all of the groceries via Instacart, and it was delivered at 2 o'clock. And no hustle and bustle in the grocery store, no loading it, no having to carry the heavy turkey. Um, and it was awesome. So those of you who don't know about it or need to kind of buy time or have little ones or whatever, super easy. You can do it via your computer, your app, um, and just a really cool way of kind of buying yourself some time. And it's really economical because I tend to, when I log on, I like already have my meals planned. And so I save probably like $100 a grocery shopping trip and we grocery shop at least once or twice, maybe three times a month. How many times do you grocery shop? At least every week, something. You know what, I will tell you something, too. Whole Foods, people think, are more expensive. A lot of times for us locally here in the Hollywood area, we have um, Publix and Whole Foods. So I will keep up both apps, I mean both um, pages. Nine out of ten times, Whole Foods beats Publix on produce, on meat prices. So it's cool at the end to always tally up and see how much we get to save, too. And at least you get to reference between both of them. Yes. And compare the prices on each item. It's just, it's look, it's $12 a month. You cannot get in your car, go to the grocery store, load everything in, and come home for 12 bucks. So it's a great deal. Um, that's so funny. We did. So who else is cooking? Who else is going to the families? We can, I completely started talking about Instacart. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What did you do this week? So, well, actually... Um, I just wanted to share a story since now that we're going into Thanksgiving, which is a time to be thankful for your family, your friends, and just whatever you have in life. Just know if you're not grateful for what you already have, if you get more, you won't be grateful for that either. So that's something to keep in mind for Thanksgiving. Um, Today we have a story about a man who gives homeless men free haircuts, and someone gave him a barbershop in Philadelphia. So the story is from today.com, and I'm going to go ahead and read it to you guys. It says, one good deed leads to another, or so it seemed when a stranger offered Brennan Jones an offer he couldn't refuse, his own barbershop, no strings attached. Jones 29 is known in the Philadelphia area for giving out free haircuts to the homeless. A former barber who was recently working as a wardrobe stylist, he spent much of his free time this year driving around downtown with the tray table and clippers, his personal mobile salon. Wherever I would see a homeless guy sitting on a corner holding a sign or something, I would get out and start a conversation, Jones told today. He'd, then he'd offer something most of them wouldn't expect, a free haircut. 
It started earlier this year when Jones passed by a homeless person dropping a couple dollars and a banana in front of him. But later, the sight of the man stuck with him. It's just a haircut, but to them, it's like a new beginning. So he thought of something he could do, haircuts. He dusted off his clippers and drove around looking for people who might be interested, stopping every so often and plugging the clippers in with the power inverter that he hooked up to his car battery. He still remembers the first haircut he did for a man on the corner of South 5th Street and Walnut Street in downtown Philadelphia. I asked if there was something I could do to put a smile on his face other than give him money, Jones said. He said, no, not really. And I said, well, I have an idea. What if I can offer you a haircut? Jones said the man was interested but didn't want to leave his corner. Jones assured him he wouldn't have to, as he had all the supplies he needed in his car. He cut the man's hair right there on the sidewalk, the first of of hundreds he would do in coming months. He called his operation Haircuts for Homeless and took to social media to advertise his services and post live streams of the haircuts on Facebook, which quickly went viral. Now the tables have turned, and a good Samaritan is helping Jones. This month, he celebrated the opening of his very own barbershop, a gift from a fellow barber who was inspired by Jones' mission. Sean Johnson, 44, is a barber and business owner in Philadelphia. He had been hanging onto an empty barbershop for nearly two years, trying to get it off the ground. He also runs another barbershop nearby. When he heard about Jones and what he was doing, it seemed like the perfect match. Johnson first met Jones in April when he happened to notice him cutting hair on the street downtown. I was looking at his barber tools and noticing he didn't have up-to-date equipment, Johnson said. Originally, Johnson tried to hire him to work at his current barbershop, but Jones politely declined. A few months later, he returned to Jones with a different offer. If he wanted, he could have his empty barbershop and have a warm space where he could continue to cut hair for the homeless during the winter months. Jones said he was excited but confused by the idea. I never consider myself worthy of being an owner of my own establishment, Jones said, recalling the moment he went to see the space. He said, well, this building is sitting. Do you like it? And I said, yes, I love it. He tossed me the keys and said, because of what you've done for others, this is my way of doing something for you. Now Jones continues to cut hair for the homeless on Mondays. He calls them Makeover Mondays and also provides food and toiletries if needed, and opens the shop Phenomenon Perfection to paying customers Tuesday through Saturday. Johnson said he's not worried about any competition for his other store, Tapers Barbershop, which is on the same street. Instead, he thinks of himself as a mentor to Jones, a younger barber who's learning to be a business owner. What Brennan is doing is really excellent, he said. I'm down there on Mondays helping him with the homeless, And when it's overcrowded here, we'll send people there. We're just one big old family, Johnson added. As for Jones, he's just happy to continue doing what he's passionate about, helping the homeless in the best way he knows how. It's just a haircut, he said, but to them, it's like a beginning in a sense. It's like a breath of fresh air. So um, I really like this story because not only does it restore humanity by showing everyone, like, how you can do for others, and it makes you feel good about yourself, you know, like, it also shows that it pays off. Because look how someone else was watching him do this and was so compelled that he was able to be a business owner from being just a nice person that's on the street getting haircuts. That's amazing. As you were reading the story, I literally teared up because 
that motion of just picturing them standing inside of this barbershop and him handing him the keys. I mean, that's so selfless. There's just, I believe it was Harvard, if I'm not wrong. It was Harvard or Columbia. They did a a study a while ago, and they said that giving and that do good feeling and that act of kindness is actually contagious and that when you do something good for somebody else, it actually feeds you. It's the give and receive process. You give and you receive something much more than you're giving. And the fulfillment that that gives to someone is the best amount of adrenaline or that rush, that feeling, that that emotion that swells up into the heart space. And then hopefully when you do the act of kindness, that next person does the act of kindness and it continues to speak. The forward. truth is that the, the universe is always listening. Yes. So whatever you're sending to the universe, the universe is mirroring it back to you. And yes. that's true. It's true. It's like that scene when you were in kindergarten, you're rubber, no, no, I'm rubber and you're glue, whatever you say bounces out and sticks on you. It's kind of like that. You sing and you put out this vibration and it bounces back out and in some way, shape, or form it's going to come back around and stick on you. And so this was a very good feel-good story. That was beautiful. I wonder if we can find yes. you. Is there a video maybe we can post on Facebook? Um, Actually, the man has an Instagram. If anyone wants to check him out, let me just look at it really fast. Okay, and we'll also post it both onto our Facebook and our Instagram, and that way you can follow his, up. And his connect. Instagram is haircut for homeless. Four is the number four. So haircut for homeless. Very cool. So... Once again, we'll post that out. That was an awesome story, especially before the Day of Gratitude. Somebody asked me yesterday, what does Thanksgiving mean to me? And I know that in our dynamic of our day and age, there's a lot of stipulation and there's a lot of um, questions as to Thanksgiving and, and the reasoning and the momentum and everything that goes behind it. But I really just am finding the space to enjoy the moment. I'm looking forward um, we're going to start cooking today in the house, having the family in, just being appreciative for the space and the moment that we are all in and provided for by this universe. And just to take a deep breath and to let out what no longer serves us, it's finding ourselves within that white light and that space of which can grow and can flourish. And I'm just appreciative and thankful, and that's what tomorrow means to me. Um, Michelle, do you want to say anything about it? Um, I mean, Thanksgiving is so many things for so many different people, and I feel that mainly the best thing to do is just be grateful for everything you have in your life. Because sometimes you think, like, what you have is not enough or you envy what other people have. And to tell you the truth, no matter what you have, if you have that attitude, you're going to carry it on to whatever you have. So if you're not appreciative of your two-bedroom apartment, you're not going to be appreciative of a six-bedroom mansion. Yeah. So I feel like Thanksgiving is a, is a good time to refocus us into that mode where we're looking around at our lives and looking at the people around us and the things that we have. And we can say to ourselves, like, you know, I might not have everything, but I have everything by just being thankful for it. That makes you feel like you have everything. And and not that we're not thankful all year long. I mean, we're not perfect, so there are days that we have good days and bad days. Just to me, especially this time of year, it's 
it's almost like a time book stamp where it makes me stop and it makes me have reflection and it makes me look back and see if there's certain things that I can change on and grow. And I just love this time of year and I love all of you guys for listening and just all your support and stuff as well. Um, We have about 10 minutes left of our show and we have a cool show today because we are talking about the 10 different crystal shapes and how you can use them. Um, uh, I get asked a lot of times, does the shape matter? Does the size matter? Does it matter if it's raw? Does it matter if it's polished? And there are answers to all of those questions. Michelle, if you had to take a guess. Well, just like crystals have different properties about them and, you know, they have different colors and serve different energies and different purposes, also the shapes are like an added bonus. To, to the crystals, you know? Yes. I was going to say, if you had to take so, a guess, Michelle, what's your favorite shape? Um, I got to say I love geodes. Aww. <laughs> I love geodes because it, like, still has part of the earth on it. And, you know, like, I get to see the rock part. And for some reason, I like, don't judge me, you guys, but I love to smell geodes. <laughs> <laughs> what does it smell like? I mean, sometimes I'm lucky and it smells like earth, but most of the time it doesn't smell like anything. So don't go around sniffing crystals now, you guys. You know what? It's very funny. There are a lot of times because crystals have residue and stuff on them, especially if they've only been handed by, handled by the miner and then delivery. Um, you get a variety of smells such as sulfur. You get a variety of different smells that come off the stone. So you'll see a lot of people when they're walking around the store, they actually pick up the stone and smell it. So you're not, it's not that rare. A lot of people smell the stones, and I, I'm included. Um, well, I'm relieved to hear that. <laughs> yes. But crystals I always have, look around. But crystals I. are cool because not only do they have the smell, but the different shapes offer them different characteristics. Um, and people ask me sometimes, for instance, like a natural point is a natural pointed stone, but they also um, hand make by shaping and molding the cut crystals. And so for me, it depends on what you're using the stone for, per se. If you're going to be doing energy work and you have something specific that you either need a sphere for the motion of the energy or you need an obulus or you need a point, um, a double terminated, you can go with either. To me, polished is really great for body work and stuff like that and then alter and stuff like that too. Um, but raw is really awesome because at that point, that's what the stone came from out of the ground. Something cool that I do, and I don't know if you've ever done this, Michelle, but when I walk around and I put my hand on the stone, it's literally like I close my eyes for a second and I see this, like, golden light that looks kind of like taffy and it's like a path. And I always imagine what has this stone gone through? Where did it come from? What did it experience for me all of a sudden to be holding it? And, I mean, think about where it comes from. If it comes from somewhere far and where you have to take, You know, sometimes it's two weeks in order to go through the city, into the village, through the forest, into the different locations of these remote areas to get these stones. And it's like the stone has a whole tale that you'll never know, but it's just awesome to think about. I actually think like that about crystals and people. I'll like see someone in the street, like a total random stranger, and just picture them as a baby. I know that's weird, but... (laughs) (laughs) As like a little child? 
I just think to myself, like, wow, like, this person is, like, I don't know, in their 60s. Like, they must have had a hell of a life, you know? Yeah. And, like, I start picturing them, like, how they might have looked when they – I know that's so weird, but, like, I just – I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. I, it's not weird because one of our distributors posted the other day. His name is Walter. Walter's amazing. He travels the nation looking and shopping all for stones. His collection's handpicked. And he posted a picture of him – I think it was 1959. And he's, like, this young little teenage – not little. I'm sorry, Walter. He's this young teenager, young man. And he has, I believe, with a Navy suit on. He was in the military. And it was like, wow, all of a sudden this moment in time was captured. And you get to see what the person you see now and the person 60 years ago, 55 years ago. I mean, just, yes, it's like a, a time stamp. All right, you guys, let's jump right into these shapes. Because yes. We're not trying. So first we're going to start with tumbled and Tumbled stones, they've been smoothed smoothed or polished, mm-hmm. and they're in their raw form, and they're usually, like, smaller than than your average crystals. Um, they're usually very affordable, which is great, which means anyone can have tons of tumble stones. Ours start off at a dollar. Yes. <laughs> so you can use them for basic things, like you can include them in grids, meditation, affirmations, or if you have a little altar going on or for some feng shui, and they're just really cool to collect. I love um, tumble um, you wanna You want to go back and forth? Yes, I'm cool with that. I love to, yes, of course. Okay. So tell them about the abundance formation. The abundance formation is awesome. I actually have one at home. It was brought in to be sold to the store, and I had to pick it up right away. Um, The abundance formation are made up of elongated quartz along smaller clusters, and usually it comes and it's a point at the top. Sometimes it can be super clear. The one I have is a little bit more cloudy. This is a stone that attracts abundance, and it's also sometimes considered a manifestation stone. Um, And it's the goal of it is to be able to conduct all of the energy You need to put it in your place of business or wealth, Uh, a corner if you have an office. Usually the left-hand side is what the Chinese consider in the feng shui aspect. Um, Or you can put it if it's small enough, but it's very, very hard to find a little abundance stone. You can put it in your cash drawer if you have a money till or something like that. Um, It's a great way to be able to incorporate the manifestation of adding abundance. Um, The next one is natural point. And natural points are not necessarily like wands. However, they're not made to be a point. They just grew like that naturally. So um, with these types of stones, you want to be careful because points draw energy to the body, like if you point it towards a person, or it draws energy from the body when pointed away from the body. So this is a great tool for cleansing and healing work. However, be very careful. Yes, especially if you're working on somebody, because if you're drawing the energy off of them, you want to be careful not to direct the energy back into your body. Actually, um, today I'm going to post um, later on, we're going to post um, how can you meditate with, with natural points. Oh, that's cool. Yes, because you know how it has the points and you point one looking, I mean one going towards the body and one going out the body. Very nice. Yes, I love working with points. I love polished and raw, especially when working on somebody. Um, It's a great way. Also, if you have 
A lot of times points can be used for if you want to manifest something and you write very thoroughly to the universe exactly what you want, you can put that paper underneath the point and draw the energy up. And then depending, of course, upon what you're requesting, you can change to a variety of different stones in order to be able to incorporate what you're asking for. Um, the next stone, which I love, we don't get to see that often, is the phantom. Um, the phantom is a usually a clear quartz, but you get to see it lately in the amethyst and the smoky. Um, there's a variety of other stones that offered as well. It's this ghost-like form of another crystal growing inside of that crystal, um, making it. It's a powerful tool. It not only is used to be able, once again, they label it as a manifestation. Sometimes chloride grows within the phantom. Sometimes it's carbon. And when you get those extra two elements, you not only have a quartz, you not only have a phantom, but you have it with a mineral element, beautiful, beautiful pieces. Um, And the phantom formation is a powerful uh, stone. It paves pathways for growth and abundance and prosperity and focus. So a generator, it's going to have six facets of equal, unequal proportions that meet in one point. Um, it has the ability to generate amplified energy. It boosts the power of other stones or the stone that it's made of. So this type of formation is very powerful for charging other stones. Um, geodes. Geodes are what Michelle was talking about. Sometimes you can get them... They're also called cathedrals. Sometimes you can get them where you can actually break them yourselves and you get this gorgeous live world that is formed inside this little raw nugget ball. And um, geodes are awesome. You can use them in your home. You can direct the energy around the room, and it really allows you to be able to incorporate the stone in a beautiful fashion. Raw stones are in their natural form and have not been smoothed or polished or altered. Um, Most people that prefer raw stones, they prefer them because they have their natural habitat look. And um, basically you use them like tumble stones. You use them for regular spiritual work, meditation, affirmations, and stuff like that. Um, The last Two that we're going to cover in today's show is going to be the pyramid. The pyramid is awesome because it's a vortex of energy. It allows the um, faceted sides to pull the energy from Mother Earth, which is the grounding energy, and then to come through almost like a water fountain would do and release the energy. Um, and it's a great option to use inside of a grid or if you have um, not only from a crystal dynamic, but you can also hang they make metal pyramids for over your bed. Yes. And um, a sphere emits emits energy evenly from all angles. Um, The power formations are formed using cycling as a tool to peer into the past and future because the shape is even from every possible angle. It is believed that light, energy, and time pass through it with no rules or hindrance, hence their scrying abilities. And um, finally, we have the square. Um, This is more for grounding energies and intentions since the energy is contained and enhanced evenly with the stone. It acts as a foundation to meditation practices and has the ability to transmute negative energy into positive energy. And I'm so sorry, everyone. We love you, but we have to go. Bye-bye.